Hello and welcome to the next podcast. Uh, today it's going to be a bit different. I'm going to talk tiny little bits and pieces about MS related. But actually today it's Halloween. Yeah, I'm not the greatest impressionist, I know. I know, I get it. You can all laugh. It's acceptable. Tell me I can't do impressions, that's fine. The ghosts can laugh at me when they're ready. Not a problem. Casper, shh. Not now. Even when you're trying to do sensible stuff. Oh, Casper, he never goes away, does he? There you go. Such is life. <laughs> right, so, yep, today we're going to talk... Ghost hunting. I know that's a bit different. Uh, many, many years ago, it's a hobby that I had. Uh, we had a team. Uh, we would go round to haunted locations. We were very, very lucky with some of the locations, actually, that we, we did manage to, to investigate. I won't give full names for them, but, um, yeah, I mean, there was... A, a castle, one of one of the castles. I tell you what, it was absolutely superb, and I don't know if I'm allowed to give the name, so I won't do. But it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, in terms of kit, we were very kitted out. Uh, at a K two meter, which anyone that doesn't know, it flashes lights when it's around electrical energy, and apparently the ghosts are electrical energy. They can give off that. And yeah, this K2 meter at the time, it wasn't used very much uh, anywhere outside of the United States. So I actually had to have it imported, both me and Richard, my brother. Uh, we actually had one each imported and they were quite useful. I had my Trifield meter, which cost an arm and a leg back then. I, I'll be honest, it was very, very expensive, but again, very very helpful. Uh, we actually spent money on a proper night vision CCTV outfit, which did cost a lot of money. Um, there was there's quite a few bits and pieces, I'll be honest with you, that we, we had. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I've actually still got my kit. I haven't used it in a very long time, I'll be totally fair. But yeah, my kit is, is still floating about. I just um, haven't had chance. I haven't had chance. We actually got invited a few times to go to private homes to try and help homeowners and whatever else with any kind of issues and whatever they was having. Um, so, yeah, we did that a few times. But there was, there was one place in particular, uh, a castle. Uh, I won't name it. But this castle, we were there. And we was investigating using all our expensive pieces of kit. <laughs> and we just decided, let's try something a little different. We was getting good reactions off, off some of our equipment. But we actually got a tea light candle. We took this tea light candle and there was supposed to be a spirit in the area where we were. And we lit the candle. And we're talking to this spirit. And we asked the spirit to light the lights on our, our K2 meters and set off trifield meters. And 
we actually had a motion sensor uh, barrier which got set off uh, which <laughs> very very impressive i'll be totally fair um but what we did with the candle we said to the spirit can you extinguish that candle literally within a few seconds candle went out it was like okay uh, that's a bit strange so we relit the candle it sat there for a couple of minutes perfectly fine flickering away as a candle does all of a sudden another member of the team says i'll go in and extinguish that candle again instantly the candle goes out and as a team we're looking at each other going all right this is actually quite interesting so we did it a third time we lit the candle we actually moved the candle to a different area and it's still in the same room but we moved it to a different area and again asked for the candle to be extinguished give you two guesses what happened to that candle yep you're correct it went out very very impressive bit of evidence i'll be totally honest about that it, it was fantastic i mean the room temperature was cold and all sorts and from time to time you'd you'd be stood there and actually it'd feel quite warm all of a sudden you would just get this tiny little cold breeze yeah it was quite quite interesting it really was quite interesting um that particular castle there was quite a few bits and pieces that went on a lot of it temperature changes and the k2 meters and trifield meters going off there's another one that we investigated which is a pub in nottingham a very old pub and we investigated it a couple of times and downstairs there's like a small cave system now we actually didn't realize what we'd done because we was we was helping out at the time we was, we was helping out a, a investigation that was going on and we'd left a toy down there which we used from time to time which when you moved this toy it would light up but we left it sat in a particular place we went upstairs for a bit of a break everyone sat up there there's no one downstairs we had the cctv system set up down there so we goes back down after break toys on the floor didn't really think anything of it for okay we'll, we'll leave that for the time being it may well have just fallen when it comes to do evidence review a couple of days after we checked back that toy okay that that little toy we actually saw it lift up a couple of inches straight in the air and then it got i'm not going to say thrown but it didn't fall as a, a toy would fall uh it starts lighting up while it's in the air which it never used to do it's normally when it hit the floor it would start lighting up or if you shook it so again that was a really interesting piece of evidence and one that we we was quite pleased with um there was a place in london that we investigated actually which the rumor had it was incredibly and this is a very famous place i'll be honest again i don't think i can give the name so i won't do just in case 
but it was, it's a very famous building, really famous building. And uh, it was myself and Richard investigating it. Actually, nothing happened. We investigated that building twice and it was nothing. Literally, quiet as a mouse. And allegedly, it's one of the more haunted buildings in the area of London it is. Nothing. Dead quiet. Silent. It was a good night out, don't get me wrong, we enjoyed ourselves, but there wasn't a great deal going on. Um, again, I mean, there was one where a few of us went out and investigated a disused uh, Air Force base, which is now just a woodland. And it was very strange woods. Very, very strange woods. Now, we're all very afraid with animal noises and whatever else. There was all sorts of these screams and just about everything going on. And in all truth, we're sort of looking around at each other going, that's not a fox. <laughs> and no matter what we did, where we went, looking around, we couldn't find anybody. It was really strange. But brilliant, really entertaining. And uh, it sort of opened our eyes a little bit to, okay, maybe there is a little bit more to it. Because there have been a lot of stories uh, of this woodland. And yeah, as I say, I mean, those screams were, were very interesting. It sent a shiver up your spine, that's for sure. And again, I mean, some of the, uh, I won't discuss private dwellings too much, but uh, some of the private buildings we did, some bits and pieces going on and some hits on the, the uh, electrical meters and whatever we had. Very surprising. Really, really surprising. Uh, there's another pub that we'd investigated in Lincoln. Now, it's probably one of the best EVPs I've ever heard. Um, the electric voice phenomenon, a voice you're not going to hear with your your ears at the time it's one that imprints onto uh, your device uh, we had no end no end of voice recorders uh, that we would use EVP is something we always used to try and pick up and yeah we did pick up quite a few over the over the years but this one was fantastic uh, there was two of our team members they was in the back area of the pub now they came out, they'd done all their calling out, asking if anyone's there, all that sort of stuff. Now, on reviewing, they came out, we sat down, we had about five or ten minutes. On reviewing, there was a voice when they was asking if anyone was there. And that voice, very, very low, raspy voice. And I'll, I'll, I'll try and sort of get it as close as I can. I'm not going to be able to get it brilliantly. But a voice, it said, you are not one of us. As I say, not a great impressionist, but that's what that voice said on that EVP. And, and I'll be honest, I don't know if ever, from any other investigations anywhere else, I've ever heard an EVP quite so, um, quite so telling and quite so chilling. It really did send a chill up your spine when you listen to it. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, it was, um, yeah, <laughs> it 
it was very interesting. We actually investigated that pub again a few weeks after. And I made the suggestion that uh, we play that EVP while we're investigating and just see if, see what happens. And again, we've got our, our video recorders playing, we've got a CCTV system recording and all that sort of stuff. So we played that noise and the feeling in that pub was ridiculous. Genuinely, it went from feeling just like a normal pub to uh, almost like a freezer. It went stone cold. It went deathly quiet. It was, it was it was strange. Yeah, I must admit, from, from our point of view, we were sort of thinking, have we woke something up here? Because all the way through the remainder of that investigation, it was as if he was being watched, but nothing else happened. Literally nothing else happened. It was all feeling. And it, again, it could be the sort of thing where we were sort of putting that feeling into our own head. But, but at the time, it, uh, it was a little bit freaky, I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, I say those days, uh, was involved in the paranormal side of it for a very long time. Uh, again, there was an investigation where there was allegedly a very nasty spirit. And me being me, I, I, you know, I'll try and get some uh, get some information, see if I can get some kind of reaction from this spirit. So I was being a bit mean, I'll be honest. I was sort of saying to it, you know, if you think you can, come and show us what you can do. And at the time, I was on my own at the back end of the building. The others were down the far end. They could see me. And they all started calling up saying, it's looking really dark around you. And I'm like, it feels a bit weird, I'll be fair. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I felt this burning feeling at the bottom of my stomach, actually on my skin. I thought, that's a bit strange. So I carried on. And all of a sudden, one of the others went, we need to get you out of here. So I come walking down the bottom and I'm thinking, that's a bit sore, you know. So I lifted my top up. And there was a scratch, three fingernail scratch on my stomach. Very weird. Very, very weird. Very sore. Until I took one step out of the building. Took one step out. Scratch disappeared. Odd? Very. Halloween-y? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yes, these, these are stories. They are experiences I've had. Um, I just thought I'd share these, seeing as it's it's Halloween. Uh, we'll honour the day, and um, yeah, in terms of the MS side of things, uh, it's same as. Nothing different from the last podcast, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm plodding along and doing the best I can. Well, thank you all for listening. It is a bit of a different one today. Um, as I say, I just wanted to honour the fact that it's Halloween. You all have an awesome Halloween. And I will talk to you all again soon. Bye-bye.